What's up, podcast? Clintus here, back with another episode of Riffing with Clintus. This is episode 21, and I just got done recording episode 20 with Bryce, and Sierra's like, I want to be on the podcast. I want to talk about volleyball. So, our second returning guest, we have Sierra. Hello. (laughs) She's back. Uh, Yeah, so 20 episodes in, and we got a returning guest. Technically, Chuck should have been in there for like episode 18 or 19, but as I said before, didn't happen. You know, it works out that way sometimes or doesn't work out that way sometimes. Uh, but nevertheless, we have we have Sierra and uh, we are going to talk about volleyball. Her her club volleyball season just ended and we're not extending the season this year. First time in two or three years that we haven't extended it. Uh, it was it two or three. My first year um, of club, we didn't do it because we were going to VidCon. Okay. So we did right. it, but my past two years have done it. Last two years. Okay. Yeah. So the last two years, she, we did. The first one was... Because uh, this was my fourth season the of The alien club. theme, and then last year was the beach theme. Wait. Right. No. The Festi- f- festival. My first year was space-themed. Yeah. Oh, no, I said alien. Sorry. Oh, I, I didn't hear what you space, said. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're not extending the summer season this year for multiple reasons. Most of the girls can't do it. And then we said, mm, we kind of want to pass as well, because the, the summer season goes all the way through June into July. Like, like the, the final, end of July. Yeah. And so, is it the end of July? No, sorry, sorry the no. beginning of July. Beginning of yeah, July, that's yeah. What I meant. End of June. End of June. And so, like last year, we, we just couldn't travel, because you're paying for the season, and there's two practices a week, and then there was a, there's two tournaments. There's one in the middle, uh, yeah. and then there's the festival, which is the big one. Um, so, obviously a little bummed. But at the same time, looking forward to enjoying the summer a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, you just signed up for what? Sand volleyball. Sand volleyball. You've never played sand volleyball before, have you? No, and I'm super excited. I really wanted to last year. We just never got around to signing up for it. So then we just never got to it. And it starts when? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. is <laughs> the first tournament. Yeah. I'm so excited. So there's no practices, all right? No, I mean, me and my partner, we could practice on our own and go to like a right. thing but, but like but it's not you're, you and your partner your own team yeah it's basically like you just show up you just yeah, show up and, you and they register, pair you yep. you pay and then so you, you, and you can partner, pick your own partner you and your partner come in and they just pair you up with another another yeah. uh, duo and you normally have your same partner for the rest for the whole season right so her and one of her buddies from this season are going to uh, to play in San Volleyball so I'm excited about that because A like I said she's never done it before so we've never actually sat and watched sand volleyball uh, actual tournament goes go, going on so excited about that mm-hmm. um but it is going to lock her into tuesdays and thursdays yeah for how long how long is the season um i'm not exactly sure she didn't say but she said there's around nine tournaments in total but her and i are only going to do like maybe five because she has another partner that's doing that she's doing with on weekends so it's only nine i mean it's really only gonna be like three or four weeks probably so. I mean, I don't know if she's correct. I don't really know how many there are in right. total. But it's flexible. Like I said, it's not uh, – we pay per tournament? Yeah, so you pay – I think it was 10 or $20, like, just registration fee. Right. And then every tournament you show up, you pay $20. Right. So if we happen to miss one, not the end of the world, we're not paying – like, with a you season pay, of yeah. club, club volleyball, you pay up front for the entire season. So you you already know how many tournaments you're getting. You know how many practices you're getting. And – it's, so it's a little different, especially even like with Bryce's basketball, we pay monthly. So every month we pay our dues. And if there's no tournament, we don't pay for, there's nothing, we don't pay for the tournament. We pay for practice, we pay for the skills. And then if there's a tournament, we pay for the tournament. But with volleyball, you pay up front and it's guaranteed X amount of tournaments, 
with X amount of practices. Because they're so, scheduled with the region. Like that's right, how exactly, works. exactly. Whereas tournaments for basketball, I guess, is just a tournament by itself. Right. The, 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 co- the coaches or the organizations say, oh, yeah, we're going to do tournament this weekend and that weekend. Um, so you never really know. So it's it's less it's less strict. So Bryce misses tournaments here and there um, because there's always going to be another one. Whereas Sierra never misses tournaments because there's only so many. And you pay for that tournament in advance. So Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so let's talk about the season. Uh, we, we, we just, you just had your last tournament this last weekend. How'd you guys end up doing? Um, we did pretty good. I mean, in my opinion, we did good. We ended three and two. So we played five games and the two games that we did lose, we didn't do horrible. We, one of them we took to three and then the other one, it was just, it was definitely a harder team and we played them before and we did a lot better this time we played. Cause last time we played them, we had like four people out and then another player got hurt during that game. But this season, this tournament, um, we played them and we did a lot better. So. That's good. That's good. Um, and so the season was really good. Um, if you guys watch the vlogs, uh, then you know that all, uh, pretty much all the girls came back from last season except for mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we added four new girls? Three. Three. Yeah. Added three new girls. Um, so practically the entire, they had exactly the same team as last year. Plus um, three. Yeah, plus three. Which was a total of 12. It was a lot. Of, yeah, it was a big team. It was a big team. You, so volleyball, there's six girls on, on the, court. the court. So we essentially had two squads that the coach had to rotate through. It all depends on positions, too. Because, like, you know, there was three middles, four outside. It just depends on their positions, too. Right, right. Which, yeah, so let's talk about this real quick because that's the number one question that we get in the volleyball. When we had comments on YouTube, the number one question we always got in the comments was, why is that one girl oh. have a different color shirt? All right, here we go. They are called the Libero. That's how I call it. There's different names, Libro, Libero, whatever, but Libero is what I call it. Um, basically, that player, which I have been a Libero my very first season, that player only plays back row. They do not go up front. And what they do, basically, is they don't need a substitute in with another player. Like It doesn't count as a substitution. They can just switch out. So once they go up front, the middle, which is normally like a taller girl, or like one of our best hitters or blockers, goes in for the libero without a substitution. They play the whole front row, and once they go back or they can either serve or the libero serves for them, but they serve, and once they're done serving and we lose the point, the middle comes out, stops passing, because they normally don't play back row, and the libero goes in to pass, the full back row. But they wear different jerseys, so that way the ref knows that they are allowed to switch in without substitutions. Right, you know because the, the, the coach only gets so many subs. You get 12 per game. 12 subs per game. And so when you match. use your libero, you don't use one of your subs. Mm-hmm. And so just to, just to recap that basically is the tall girls that play the front row typically, when they rotate to the back row, the libero plays for them. And in then the back when row. that position gets back to the front row, they come back in. And what they end up doing is, is they rotate two of two the middles. two middles to the tall girls in the front. So they're always going to be in the front and the libero always plays in the back. Yes. So like one, if we start with a middle in the front and we start with the middle in the back and once they count our rotation, make sure we're good, we're in rotation, then the libero goes in and whenever the libero goes front, the other middle comes around while right. the first middle serves. And the jersey color is just so strictly can... there so the ref knows who the libero is. Yes. Kind of like the goalie in soccer. Yes. The, 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 the goalie wears a different color jersey. So, the, so you the, know the... that they're allowed to touch it with their hands and allowed to exactly. do the certain rules that exactly. comes with being a goalie slash libero. And so we had a really good season. You guys, mm-hmm. you guys played. So they're the they were fourteens national team. We played in championship, which means we played a lot of fifteens and sixteens teams, yes. and we did win against a lot. You of did, them. you did very well. You did very well. It was a very good season. The girls are really good. It's a really good <laughs> team. 
Um, again, uh, the vast majority of them played together last year, so they, they know each other's you know strengths and weaknesses. They know callouts. You know they they know their styles. We have good bond. Yeah, which is very important for a volleyball yeah. team. If you don't get along with people, then it can me- definitely mess you up on the court. That's important to to, to throw out there too. There was virtually no drama. This, Not, no. uh, this season the season's been really good it was a very good season and and you we've heard horror stories on other teams <laughs> of girls fighting and, and clicks and even parents getting into it and parents not liking each other and you know so there's there's always been a little bit of a you know there's always that that issue you have to worry about mm-hmm. in any team sport um i mean even like some of our relatives who play club sports like they have stories of mm-hmm. like parents not getting along or, or kids not getting along and stuff like that so it was very very nice that we had virtually a, a, a drama-free season I mean, obviously there's always going to be little, you know, arguments and, and disagreements, but nothing, nothing that was like earth shattering or like, oh man, like, you know, none of the nothing girls. Nothing that ruined our season, really. Nothing we season. all Absolutely. got along very well. And Absolutely. We did very great in tournaments. Absolutely. And so that was, uh, it was a great season and. Um, definitely one of my favorites. Definitely your favorites. Yeah. Coach was, coach was great. Um, and, you know, it's always gonna be sad when the team, you know, teams move on, teams break up. Um, but you, so you played with a lot of the same girls from last year, but then you played with a couple girls multiple times. Yeah. So one of the girls I played with every season uh, of club that I've played. So we've been together for four years now. And then another girl, I didn't play with her my first season, but I played with her for the past three. And then most of the team that played other than the three new were on my team last year and this year. So, so. you've kind of been playing like the team's been yeah. growing over the years. For the girls and, who have stayed with SBA. And here we are with this phenomenal team, these four teens, right? And obviously we'd love to see the girls continue on and just continue to dominate and get better <laughs> yeah. as they get older and, and, and taller. Taller and more physical, right? But they're at that age where they're going to high school next year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, everyone kind of lives in different areas. We all kind of live in the surprise area cause it's surprise, surprise volleyball Academy. Um, but, uh, there, everyone's going to different, different high schools, right? So there's like three or four girls going to this high school, three or four girls going to this high school. Um, and, then and there's this us few that don't really live in surprise. They're going to high schools like 20 minutes away. Yeah. See, we don't, yeah, we don't live in surprise anymore. We moved a couple years ago and we're getting ready to move again and we're moving even further away from surprise. Um, and so we talked to Sierra about it and ultimately her decision, I told her we, we support her. We, you know, if she wants to continue going, uh, uh, play for surprise, then we would make the, we would make the drive. Um, but she's made some really good friends at her school and she's got friends that play volleyball, uh, but they play for a different club. And, you know, as she goes to high school, it's going to be more important for her to play with those girls and the other girls in the high school and on the high school teams. Also, it helps if you know the coaches. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so um, uh, we did a little research and we know that there's another club uh, out by where we live and that the coaches for the high school also coach for this club. So, And like the club director of that club is the varsity coach at right. my high school. So, I mean, there's a little bit of politics involved at this point, but that's also exactly. like, this is her future, right? She wants to continue to play volleyball through high school and potentially into college. You know, she's going to need every, uh, every angle, every advantage that she can. Um, so it just makes sense for her to play for the club that, that kind of feeds the high school. And I know there's a lot of like gray areas. there, like, Oh, your club shouldn't do that. But, Let's be realistic. If, if the if t- uh, coaches for the school also coach for a club, it makes sense for you to play for that coach yes. in that club. So that's what we're that's what we're looking to, to do. 
but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's let's, let's continue on with this past season. Um, so uh, your last tournament was this weekend, and uh, it was emotional, right? Yes. I wasn't there. I was very bummed to miss that. Unfortunately, there's always, always happens to be tournaments on the weekends I'm traveling. Um, I think I missed three tournaments this year for various trips, conferences, that sort of thing. Also, Bryce had a tournament out of state once that you missed my tournament for. Yep. There was a, uh, was a President's Day weekend. Yes. Anaheim. You guys yep. went to. We went to Anaheim. Um, I told I told Tiffany that next year she's going to Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we're still in the same club and we go to the same tournaments, um, I'm I'm going I'm going to stay here and do the do the Cardinal Stadium and Tiffany's going to Anaheim. So we'll see about that. But uh, yeah, talk about um, talk about some of the, the stuff about this season specifically. So my coach had said to us multiple times that um, for our club, we are actually like one of the first teams to accomplish some things like in uh, the Festival Fiesta, the Cardinal Stadium tournament. Um, our team was one of the first teams in SVA history to get so high up um, in the tournament. We got around, I think it was like second place or something in like or like third place in bron- uh, gold, something very high up. And we could have gone farther, but we ended up losing the last game. But um, we were, like, one of the first SVA teams to get that high up in that tournament. And same with some other tournaments, too, like the MLK tournament. We also got very high. We got something in gold as well. And so – or in silver. But, like, it was just – our coaches said multiple times that in SVA history, we've gotten very many accomplishments as a 14-year-old team. Like, we have gotten more accomplishments than some of the 18-year-old teams and stuff like that. So it's just – Really exciting just, it, to know. It, yeah, it just goes back to like we were talking about how the team has come together and been very cohesive, played together really, really well, and um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of accomplishments, a lot of accolades, um, and we we really like this coach. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we really like the coach, and right now he's he's actually the PE coach for Bryce. Middle so, school, our middle school. At the middle school, so we'll, we'll be seeing him. Uh, we'll be seeing him the next couple of years for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though this is probably his last year coaching. it is yeah they told us that they were like both of our coaches they said this is their last year coaching like for sure and at least until their daughter is older right yeah they have a little girl and she's in gymnastics and, and coaches missed out on many of her his daughter's things because he's gone to our practices and stuff so yeah. he's just he's done for a while to hang out with his daughter so yeah we had a conversation um after after a tournament one time and he said that she for the first time made a comment <laughs> yeah she said daddy about, now that volleyball is over can you hang out with me more or well play she with made me a more? comment before that about like how he always misses things and i'm yeah. tired she said something he's a little sassy girl she's funny she's like i'm tired of it i'm tired of you missing all my things <laughs> so he's like uh that hit me like it hit me hard which oh. i totally get like when a kid tells you that they're bummed out because of something that you're doing like it, it affects you and you're like, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. So I can, yeah. I can understand that. I can relate to that. You know, if you care about your kids and you care about their, their being and whatnot, um, their accomplishments. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm, I'm here. I am sitting here talking about how I just missed this last tournament and how I've missed three tournaments this year for quote unquote my work. Right. Um, and there's sometimes some things that I, I can't miss, right? Like this weekend was, it was an event, right? We went to monster jam world finals. It's, that's uh, an opportunity to to create some amazing content and share some awesome moments. And, um, you know, I would have loved to take you. You were due for a trip. Bryce went last year, but, of course, you wanted to play volleyball. I cannot miss this tournament. Totally understand that. Right? I, no no, no uh, ill will there. Um, <clears throat> um, Bryce has the Anaheim tournament one weekend, and then I went to a conference. And the conference, obviously, is optional. 
and I I'm, I pick and choose which conferences I go to. There's obviously dozens of conferences every year, um, but this is one that I've gone to the last four years, and I had a lot of friends going. I had a lot of uh, work colleagues going, and a couple of business meetings that, while I was there. So it just again, it's important for me to make these opportunities when I take these opportunities when I get them, um, because as I know and I've learned is that they're not always going to be there, right? There's going to be times where you stop getting invited to things and you stop getting asked to come in places and people stop paying for things. Um, <clears throat> so again, it's just part of the business. Um, I'm very fortunate though. I work from home. Yes. So I get to spend a lot of time with my family, a lot of time with my wife. Um, you know, people ask me all the time, like, you know, Oh, what are you doing for so-and-so's birthday? Or what are you doing for some your anniversary? Or what are you going to do for Tiffany on this day? And you know, I, I just say how like we only go out maybe like once a week, right? We do happy hour on Fridays mm-hmm. for a couple hours, but that's because we see each other every morning, every night. Uh, you know, I work from home, so she has the opportunity to come upstairs and talk to me if she needs to. Like, um, I see you guys off to school every morning. I'm here when you come home from school every day. It's very rare that, you know, not only one, but both your parents get to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, I mean, I, I recognize that we're fortunate. And, um, you know, we're going to we're going to do this as long as we can, um, you know, as long as you guys keep consuming the content, listening to the podcast, watching the vlogs, hanging out my live streams, buying our merch, using our partnered affiliate codes for the di- different partners that, that we have, um, you know, we'll be able to continue to do this. And I, th- I, I say it all the time, I all the time. I thank you guys for your support. I appreciate you guys, um, you know, watching and listening and doing all those things because it allows me and Tiffany to stay home with the kids and raise the kids and be present so if i miss a thing here and there i don't feel as bad because there's gonna be more there's gonna be more opportunities mm-hmm. <clears throat> all the time so uh yeah so that's uh that's that's the any, anything else talk about the season anything was there any accomplishments you had this year yourself oh actually and yeah i'm i feel like this year was one of my best for me personally because i feel like i've done my best this year because in the past there was always stuff I could work I and mean, then there's always stuff to work on but I feel like a lot this year I've um worked on those things and gotten them better and have accomplished the things I wanted to work on so, like I know from the beginning of the year and I'm still not completely happy but like the, the beginning of the year I could not hit like it was because I never really hit that much my first year I was a libero so played back row did not play front row super short couldn't jump nothing second year I was setter so I didn't really hit I was always the one setting up the hitters Last year, I was a left side as well, but I mostly played back row for the left sides, and then the other left side played front row for me. So I still did not hit very often. And so this year, going into this year, knowing I was going to be left side again, I really wanted to work on my hitting, and I felt like I just I could not ever – when I got it over, it was either out or just wasn't really a good hit. It was just, in my opinion, it was just like loopy, like not good. And But I feel like this season, definitely with my coaches, they helped me a lot – with getting and now they've even told me that I've gotten a lot better at it and I can actually get the ball down a lot of the times not all the time but a lot more now so I'm really happy with that you definitely got more consistent mm-hmm. um I I can see it and it's always funny because <clears throat> I go to her practices or I'd go to the I, you know I'd see it in the games and I'm like oh you had a really good hit you had some really good hits and Sierra is so hard on herself she's like no I didn't I, I did horrible and it's like it's funny because you only ever remember the bad ones you would never remember the good ones. Every once in a while, you'd be like, oh, I had this, did you see that one hit, Dad? That one hit, I did this thing and this thing. And I'm like, yeah, I saw that. But did you, I also saw all these other ones. You're like, oh, yeah, whatever. But then it's like if she had a bad practice. There's been a lot of times where I'd come, I'd, I'd take her to practice and I'd come home and 
she'd be upset or in tears because it was like she had a bad practice. And I'm like, you had so many great hits. And I remember, I think it was last, I don't think it was this season. I think it was last season. I counted how many good hits you had and how many bad hits you had. It was like, I don't know, it was like five to one. You had five great, five good hits. I won't say great. Five good hits for every one bad hit. And when I gave you the numbers, you were kind of like, oh, okay, it's not as bad as I thought. Like, because you, you're so hard on yourself. Um, you've definitely gotten better. You've definitely improved. I mean, think about your first season. You couldn't even serve the ball. Oh, my God. That you was couldn't so get the net, bad. Right? It didn't even hit the net. It didn't even touch the net. It literally went under it the went, net. It went from under the net to hitting the net to almost getting over in practice. And then... To barely getting over. Barely like, getting over. I could not serve my first year. It took you the whole season, though, is yeah, my point. And so your hits, like... I, like, served in game in a tournament, like my last tournament, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe the last second two. to last. last two. yeah. But like I could not serve at all, and now I jump serve every now time. You jump serve. Last year, you're one I, of the best serves. Like last year, yeah. I didn't jump serve. I jump served only when coach let me. Mm-hmm. But now this is just that's my serve. I don't ever jump <clears throat> stay on the ground. Right. The only time I ever stay on the ground is to serve short sometimes. Right. Yeah. You're pretty much a a, a jump hitter now, but um, a jump server. But yeah, I mean, just like I said, the the progression year after year. Plus, you've go you've grown a little bit. You got a little got yes. a few inches on you on your height since uh, since last season. I just realized like this past week at practice, um, we were setting up the net and like I normally like jump to make sure it's like uh, tall enough because like before I only able to get like my fingers over the net like where my fingers start from my hand over the net when I jump and like block. And then I realized this past practice, my whole hand was going over the net when I jumped. And I was like, Coach, the net's really short. I can reach my whole hand. He's like no it's not he measures it how he always does and he said no it's the right high and i was like no it's not what my hand is f-. he's like you just grew i guess and i was yeah. like really well that and you you know your muscles right as you yeah. get older you get more muscle tone and uh trust me next year you're gonna be doing squats and, and leg jumps box yeah. jumps because you're gonna want to jump uh she's definitely got my build you know you, you see she's got my legs um but i mean you you hit a growth spurt like two years ago it was like the summer we moved into this house was because Bryce was almost as tall as you. He's almost taller. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there was there was a moment where like you guys looked the same height. And I was like, oh, crap. Bryce is going to outgrow Sierra. But then one summer is all it took. And she got about two inches on him. And now you got about what, three or four inches. Yeah. About four inches taller than Bryce. But I told her don't get used to it because <laughs> he's most likely going to shoot up past you at some point. He's the boy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And he's definitely tall, right? He's definitely tall. Has been tall for his age for a while. He's, he's been taller than Mason for like three years, I think. He says, though, he thinks that now, at least at this school, he's really not that tall compared well, to Well, this the is the age where hormones and puberty is kicking in. So it, it all it's, it's a case-to-case basis, each kid, right? Mm-hmm. Each kid, boy or girl... They develop at different ages, different style, uh, different uh, different ages at different times. Also, with genes, if mm. their parents are tall or short. Yep. Yeah, because there's gonna be some some kids that they have tall dad or tall mom, but they don't get those genes, and so they don't get the height. Mm-hmm. So you just never really know until the kid's fully grown and you know through high school. So, but I have every confidence that you're gonna at least be tall. Well, you're already taller than your mom. <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that. I'm like an inch taller, maybe. Right. Right. So. Cool. Um, all right, well, we're going to take a quick break for an ad, and then we're going to talk about the future of Sierra's volleyball. All right, so we end uh, we end the volleyball season for club, and you just signed up for sand volleyball. Yes. Um, we are 99% sure we're going to be switching clubs. And so uh, what we one of the things we're going to be looking into, uh, as soon as we're done with this move and get kind of like back to normal, quote-unquote normal, uh, we're going to look towards open gyms with the club as well as with the high school. From our understanding, they do both over the summer. 
Um, the club usually isn't till towards the end of summer, though I was told that they're going to try and start it earlier this year. So that'd be nice. But the high school starts like right away. So we need to look into that and, and figure that out. Um, so that's so you can start playing with the coaches and coaches can see before tryouts when school starts. That way you already have a little bit of background with the coaches. Well, that and also just ball touches. Yes. Right? Just, just keep, don't lose your skills. Don't yeah. lose your, you know, muscle tone. Don't lose the, the edge, right? It's, sure. it's fun to always be, well, it's important to always be doing something. Uh, you don't want to get, uh, you know, soft in the summer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so that's, you're, you're still gonna be playing a lot of volleyball. Yeah. Like, like one of the things I told Sierra and I promised her is not playing a summer season means we will make sure that she goes to open gyms. That's all I asked for. Cause like we had, I had a little, I had like a few days where I thought I really thought about, cause I do love the summer season, but like just not doing it with my team just didn't sound as fun. Like I don't want to have to join another team because our coaches and our players aren't returning. Um, so it did take a while, but I said, I mean, I won't do summer season as long as you guys promise to take me to something. Open gyms for a club, open gyms for high school, yep. sand, whatever it is. I, I want to make sure I'm still playing volleyball over the summer. Which I, which I 100% agree with and I was on board with and I, I encouraged. So <clears throat> that's definitely going to happen. She's definitely going to still play volleyball. And, um, I mean, that's something that as as a dad, like, I signed up for, right? Like, I want my kids to to enjoy clubs, clubs, right? So whether it's sports or, or something else, um, it's especially important if it's physical, right? So I'm all about my kids playing sports and being physical. Bryce, you know, is going to basketball practice right now as we're, as we're, as we're talking, um, you know, and so I am all on board with her continuing to play volleyball, um, especially because she does want to play in high school and mm-hmm. continue on that. And so um, obviously it's important for her. Like, like I said earlier in the podcast, it's important for her to have every edge and every angle that she can get covered to give her that that edge, right? I think I said that wrong, but give her that edge of um, you know one up on other players. Mm-hmm. Whether that's more touches, more time with the coaches, uh, whatever it is, right? It gives you that edge because um, the more playing time you get in high school, then the more opportunities for colleges to watch you, to spot you, or for you to be recommended, right? All mm-hmm. the above, all that stuff that happens. Um, so yeah, next year you'll be a freshman. Yep. Um, but high school has three, three teams, right? There's a freshman team. There's a junior varsity team and then there's the varsity team. And there's no rules that say that a freshman can't be on the varsity team or the JV team. Um, so it really comes down to skill and it also comes down to the other kids. Right. And and I I have to tell, I tell people this all the time. Like, um, right. It's not just about the one kid. It's about all the kids because if we don't have as much, amazing juniors or amazing sophomores then maybe a few freshmen that are better can move move up up. absolutely now there's obviously limitations on like a sophomore junior senior can't play on the freshman team yeah (laughs) and i don't think a senior can play on the jv team no i think senior has to play on varsity so so. um so so kids can play up but they can't play down so there's obviously limitations there that okay you know there's so many kids they have so there's so many kids that can be on the teams but um, again, right, makes sense that Sierra plays for the club that feeds the school so that the coaches get the opportunity to see her skills. Because when it comes to tryouts, you only get so much time in front of the coach to say, hey, coach, this is what I can do. Put me on the team. I'll, let, me, yeah. let, me, let me show you, right? I'm and good enough to be on the team. Yeah, it's also because sometimes you just have a bad day. And let's say your tryout day is just your bad day. You don't want that to 
make it completely because maybe if you didn't go on any open gyms before then they're automatically going to see the bad player and you just be like oh no she's not good enough but if they see you before tryouts and say they have seen your skills and know that oh she is a good player she can be on the team and just tryouts everyone has a bad day maybe you might have a better chance of making the team because they've seen your better skills right exactly so uh it's important to again to get as much time with them as you can and so um that's that's a plus. That's a plus, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, we encourage her to do that because she doesn't want to play. She wants to play all through high school as of right now, right? Mm-hmm. Until something hopefully nothing, hopefully nothing changes. Again, talking about horror stories earlier, um, I've heard horror stories where uh, you know quote, quote unquote career volleyball players have been playing since they were little girls get to high school and they hate their coach or they hate their team. And it ruins volleyball, it ruins for, them. volleyball for them. And here they are, juniors or seniors, not wanting to play volleyball. Like that's that's soul crushing. That right? is. That's that's rough. And I hope I hope Sierra never has to deal with that. But like I told her, we have no control over that. Right? We this is the school you're going to. So these are the coaches that you get, and these are the kids that are going to the school that are also there. Right? Like we don't have a lot of choice there. Now, obviously, we have a choice at the club. And we, we, we love we love the club we've been with. Yeah, I wanted to say that. there's We're not moving to a different club because there's something wrong with SVA. I've never had a problem with the coaches nope. or my teammates, really. Um, it's more of just high school reasons. We're moving farther away, so yep. it's going to be a super long drive, and you don't I don't want to make it harder for my parents. <laughs> and then also um, high school, like I said. like If I go to a different club, it's going to be harder for me to make the team. It's going to be harder – the coaches aren't going to see me the same. They'll be like, oh, you go to a different club? What does that mean? Right. You're not with our club. That must mean something. Well, not not necessarily. Not that. always. Not, ne- not necessarily that. But it's just, again, it's more. it, it seems more like it's, it's fitting to go to the, the club that's in our area, right? Yeah. Your friends from school are on the same club. Yes. Um, the, the coaches in the club are the coaches for the high school. So, again, it's more of like that stuff. But, you know, like she said, it is going to be nice to the – <laughs> the practices are the practices in our neighborhood. Are literally, like at our high school, even for club. Right, they're at the club yeah, practices they're on the are at the high school. They're around the corner. So, and I mean, a year and a half from now, Sierra will be able to drive herself. So yeah. that's another bonus. Um, so yeah, that's that's, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to say that too. Like we we love the club. There's no ill will with the club at all. Um, and you know, if we weren't moving or if we hadn't moved, then obviously we would continue going with the same club and just continue going up, uh, uh, you know, higher teams, older teams. Um, but we're not, we moved. So I'm moving again. Um, so talk about, um, talk about some of the things you're hoping to accomplish next season or in the future seasons. What are some things you want to work on and can get better at? Um, I've still want to, I mean, this is also comes with being taller or like, having a taller jump, but I really do want my hitting to just, I want it to be consistent every single time because I still don't have that. I do, I can, I'll say I can get a hit down if I do everything right. Because it's, for me, it's just always, I, he, my coach tells me I'm doing something wrong. I fix that, but then now a different thing's wrong. I can never get it all right at the same time. So that's definitely something I need to work on to make sure that my hitting is good all the time. Because I'd like to be one of those hitters that can just hit it down every single time, get a point every single time. Because when I hit... I'm my coach likes to say this I'm smart I can tip it to spots and that's nice like I'm it's good that I can do that I guess but I do want to be one of those players that can get a kill every time and uh, it's okay for me to not tip it because I can get the kill because sometimes I can't hit every time because it's either gonna miss it or it's just 
easy for them to pick up and it's not going to do anything for the team. So I need to tip it to make it more smart. So I, I want to work on my hitting personally um, the, the most. Another thing is just my back row. I've gotten a lot better at this this season as well. But, like, I still hesitate, I guess you can say, like, whether I'm getting the ball or not. I, sometimes I forget where I'm supposed to be. And, like, I get I miss the ball because of that. I'm, like, in the wrong spot at the wrong time. So then I miss the ball. It goes the other direction. So those are the two main things. My, like, back row, make sure I'm in the right spot to get the right pass. And then my hitting is the number one. Sure. So if you if you had to pick next year, <clears throat> what position? <laughs> if coach came to you and said, "Hey Sierra, you're new to the team, you're new to the club, uh, you know what what position do you want to play?" What would you say? Honestly, I am fine with either setter or left side. I love left side now. I love I love I still love setting. Like there was a few times a season where I was the backup setter this season. So if one of our setters we had two setters, if one of them were out hurt, not at practice, I would be the backup to help set on the other side of the court so I did set this year I never I set in like a few tournaments when one of our setters weren't there or just weren't having their best day I set for them for like a game or two but um I was never like the official setter but I still like every time I set every once in a while in practice like oh this is really fun I miss this but I do still love left side I honestly it just comes down to whatever the team needs if we need a setter then I'll step up and be setter if we need a left side or we need a strong hitter I'll try to be that hitter it depends on what our team needs honestly but those are the two i'd want i think it's very important that you are able to play right Mm -hmm. and i think even i mean i think if you keep getting taller it'll be harder for you but you can even play back row you could be a libero yeah Um, so i'm i i do love to i'm not afraid to dive and hit the floor i'm not afraid to run after the ball because you know there's the players that don't like to run they're more of the front row players that aren't as fast or don't like to fall to the ground whereas i'm totally not i love front row but i also love diving and running around and getting the ball well i also think you have an advantage because you did play libero and you were you were small (laughs) your first year you were i was the shortest on the team and i wasn't even the youngest on the team but i was the shortest right so you your first couple of seasons you were the the back row you know defensive specialist libero and so you learned to drop and hit the ground and I think a lot of girls miss that opportunity yeah right because um, they've always been a hitter and, so. well, and there's physical limitations too yeah. I mean some of the taller girls just it's harder can't, they can't yeah they can't get to the ground that fast They're yeah just it's a physical limitation um, same thing for them. shorter girls sometimes it's harder to hit because they, they can't just jump. can't reach yeah, they can't. although i mean if mm-hmm. we have our libero our libero she can jump yes. she can actually she has a taller vertical than me by far yeah, oh, she yeah. can probably hit just the same height there's, as me just of how high she can jump there's a couple girls that play back row that can jump higher than yes. you <laughs> there's um, a couple of them. yeah so yeah. yeah it's it's uh there's all there's a lot of variables but it's important that you are versatile mm-hmm. you are willing to play different positions and it's funny because here you are saying that you love left and at the beginning of the season you were upset you were upset a little a little bit not a lot i mean you wouldn't like we're mad but you were like I am suck at hitting. Why am I a hitter? Like I, sh- you know, like. Oh yeah, I remember do remember that? that. Yeah, first I was like, like couple I was practices, like... you're like you were so upset because you you felt like you were not a good enough hitter to be a yeah. quote unquote hitter. And I think it was more of last year when I became left side hitter because I was already left side hitter le- last year, so I went into the season knowing I was Maybe probably it was gonna be last left year. Side. Maybe it was yeah, last year. Yeah, because I thought yeah. I was going to be setter, and I wasn't. So right. that's where I was like. Well, oh, and shoot. again, it goes back to what you said just a minute ago, where it's like, what does the team need? Right? Yeah, you had some really great setters this year, mm-hmm. right? And so you were technically number three on the list. Yeah, right. And you know, you are a team player. You are a team player, so you you recognize that. Yep, yep. So and so and so and so are better at setting than me. 
it also comes mm-hmm. down to not exactly if you're better it's if you're better at something else because like my coaches told me he loves my hands he loved for me to be setter but he needs a hitter because some of our setters weren't as great at hitting but they could obviously set so he it's like our libero like she could probably play front row and we could probably have this other girl she's like our ds she could be our libero as well but she plays left side because she can hit yes. also yes. it comes down to like not that they're a better setter than me but that i've gotten used to hitting and they haven't they've set their whole lives Correct. so they're they could set rather than hit, whereas I could do both. So it's kind of like a, if I can hit, then he'd rather me fill in the hitting spot than have them who haven't been as experienced with hitting fill in the hitting spot just for me to set. That's a great way of putting that, 100%. Because I've thought about that too. I'm like, his coaches told me that he'd love for me to set. He loves my hands. He would love for me to set. But he just said like, he knows that I can hit and that I can be a good left side. So he'd rather me fill in that spot than someone that's not as experienced sure. with it. No, that makes a lot. That makes a lot of sense. You're right. You're right there. And, and and I was just I was simply saying that yeah, there were there were choices for for setting. You were in the mix, but you could also fill that other role. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you became like you went around all the way around. Like yeah, you, you would you would play front row, but then you'd also play back row because you could because you could you would you could dive and and whatnot. Yeah, so. there was a time. Like a little middle of the season, maybe a little after the middle of the season, like around the time we took pictures. It was a little after festival, fiesta, whatever it's called. Um, And coach told us left side. He said, okay, I need a strong left side. The whole season before then, we kind of all just took turns. He said just to get equal playing time. But he said, no, starting after this tournament, noticing, realizing, we need a strong left side that could play all the way around. And they told us that this one girl is going to probably get that spot right now. So you need to fight for your spot. And it was kind of hard because, like, a few girls were hurt and stuff. So we all fought for a spot, and then they choose the girl that fought. So at the beginning, I did not have that spot. Someone else did, and I played back row or front row for someone. And at the end of the year, it switched, and I ended up playing all the way around. Right, right. And and it just shows your determination and and, uh, your focus. But it also – and again, I don't – and I, I want to be clear. I don't want to take anything away from any other girls on the yeah, team. We love the girls of on the course. team. They were all fantastic. Um, but you, like you just said, it comes down to that versatility, yeah. right? You were able to play all the way around and fill every role um, for now. And that might change. Yeah, you might get taller yeah. and you can't hit the ground, yeah. you know? Yeah. You're like, oh my God, dad, when I die for the ball, like everything hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that happening. Like- You're getting tall. That's how volleyball is. Like, yeah, you can be a better hitter than someone, but it doesn't come down to the skill. It depends. It come comes down to effort, effort and determination. Like, if the better hitter just doesn't want to try or doesn't want to work for that spot, then you're not going to get it. It doesn't depend on your skill. I mean, it does, but like. Well, there's multiple you, things. Yeah, there's, there's it's your things. effort is what really counts for the coaches, at least. Well, and, but see, and again, you say that, and I don't want it to say it sounds Oh, like... no, no, no. I'm saying in general for volleyball. I'm oh, not yeah. saying for me. I'm saying in the sport of volleyball, effort is like the number one. But that's sport in general. That's, that, yeah. that's just sports in general. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool, cool. Well, uh, hi, yeah, we just kicked off summer, like I said, so we're going to be looking for open gyms, and we're going to be looking at um, uh, you know more playing time. You're going to have the sand volleyball. Uh, volleyball starts right away with high school. Yeah, so it's high like, school. It's tryouts are like the first or second week of school. Yeah, so high, high school. school starts like the first week of August for us. It's very early. Um, Arizona's always been early, but we also get out early. We, we get out like Memorial Day weekend, so the kids only have two more weeks of school. Oh yeah, and then summer break starts. So, um, we will be getting back into volleyball pretty quickly, and then Bryce most likely will try out for the volleyball team again. Uh, he for made, middle school. For middle school, yeah, he made it last year. Um, and this the boys year? only have one team. 
So it's sixth, seventh, and eighth, and he'll be a seventh grader next year. So chances are he'll make the team, especially if it's the same coach. Yeah, yes. he's he's athletic and and whatnot. And then of and course, he does enjoy ball. He's told me that he yeah. said it's a fun sport to play, and like not as his main sport. Obviously, is basketball, but like as for a school sport for like ha- a few months, he think he thought it was fun. Right. He liked yeah. It. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm very much looking forward to the high school season. I'm very me much too. looking forward to see uh, where Sierra kind of stacks up with the other girls at the school, because obviously high school, it's multiple middle schools that come together. Um, so it's not just the girls that she played with last year. There will be mm-hmm. other, other middle schools that come, um, together for the, for the high school. Um, so, but she still has to fight for a position, right? And there is a slight possibility that she doesn't make the team. But like I said, there are three teams. So chances are she's going to make one of them. And We'll be happy if she if she makes even like she makes any of the teams, right? If she makes it on the freshman team, great. You're a freshman, you play on the freshman team, that makes perfect sense. You know, go out there and just crush it and and you know play volleyball. That's all. That's all that matters. It comes down to just playing volleyball, and uh, she mm-hmm. loves it. And I love watching her. I've I've tweeted this. I put it on Instagram multiple times. I love watching my kids play sports because even though Sierra definitely loves volleyball more than Bryce loves basketball, he does love the sport. He does get excited about it. He enjoys the tournaments. He enjoys the, you know, put on the uniform and going to the tournaments and playing in the games. You know, his last tournament was awesome. He went all the way to the championship. They won the championship first time in that, with that sixth grade team. And, uh, it felt really good. And again, I just, I enjoy watching them do it. And then like the excitement on their faces, on your face, when you get a good serve, when you get a good dig, when you get a kill with your hit, right? Like, my kids are pretty good about not making like they don't look at my for my approval after every hit or every every score or something like that. They just they they play their game, they're doing their thing. But every once in a while, they'll look in our direction with a little smile on their face, like just see that. It's only when it's something that for me, it's whenever I get something that I don't get often, like a good hit that goes straight down, and get a point or a block, which I do not ever get because I just I'm not good at blocking. And I actually did get one this uh, this weekend. I didn't tell you about. I told you about the touch I got. But in one of the next games, I got an actual block. Like, it went over the net. Really? It went down. Mm. It was so awesome. And I was like, and Molly didn't see it. She oh, did, or Reagan. No. None of them saw it because oh. the line judge was in the way. And so they couldn't see it. Oh. But, it, like, I was like, did you see that? And she was like, I'm like, my block? And she's like, huh? And I'm like, I got a block. And she didn't see it. I was <laughs> like, it never happens. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're like, Bryce, Bryce will play a whole basketball game with ever, now ever looking at me. And every once in a while, he'll, he'll, he'll drop a three-pointer or he'll juke some kid and take it up for a layup. And then he'll run down the court and he'll just kind of look at my direction with a smirk on his face like, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see him in his face. He's like, that was awesome. Like, he knows. <laughs> he knows. So I, I love those moments. And, um, you know, obviously I've been vlogging my kids' lives for a long time. And that's one of the reasons why I love it so much is because I love capturing those moments and sharing them. Because I'll be honest. I like showing off my kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm proud of my kids. I'm proud of what they do. I'm proud of their accomplishments. And, um, and I, and again, I've said this numerous times too. Like I look forward to every year. I look forward to them getting older. I look forward to them. Um, you know, uh, Sierra's going to high school next year and then the following year she's going to be driving. I mean, I'm looking forward to teaching her how to drive a car and getting her license. And, you know, a year or so after that, her going and picking out her new first car. Like I'm looking forward to those moments. I'm not one of those parents that are like, Oh my gosh, slow down. I wish they would stay babies or, you know, what happened to time? Like, no, no, no. I, I fully embrace every year that we, uh, that I have with the children and uh, watching them grow up. And especially Sierra, she's the oldest. She's my first. 
And like I, I just told this story this weekend at Monster Jam. Uh, she turned 14 last year, and taking photos of her on her birthday um, was the first time that I actually felt my age. Right, I'm 37, and it was the first time that I felt 37. I was like, oh, she's 14. You know, she's starting to look like a little lady, a little woman. And, you know, and, and I, I just talked about, I just mentioned this to you before we started the podcast, like you're changing, right? You're, you're more mature. You don't laugh at some things like you used to, you don't find certain things humorous. Um, you know, there's been a couple of cringeworthy moments that I've given you. Like I've said some things or done some things and I could tell in your face, you're like, did he just say that? Like I've seen it. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that for both both the kids, I think we have a good communication. Like we talk to each other a lot. Um, so, if at any moment that I'm doing something that you don't like, that uh, that I'm embarrassing you, <laughs> I know you'll tell me. I know you'll tell me. Yeah. So I always uh, tell them when his outfits aren't good or when they are good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and and I already said this too. Like I'm in desperate need of clothes. Like I'm. I have such a lot of my. I, I mean, a lot of my t-shirts are old because I just. I don't. I mean, I, I work from home, so I don't go out very often. And most of the shirts that I do wear. I wouldn't wear out of the house. I wear them on stream or around the house because I'm not leaving the house. And so, um, uh, you know, I, I, I tell her all the time, like we're going shopping. She's going to, she's going to take me shopping. We're going to go to the mall. We're going to go to the outlets and, uh, she's going to buy me at least four or five new outfits. That's happening. Yeah. And I will say like, there are some times where I'm like, no, don't, don't wear that. That doesn't look good. But I will say most of the time, my dad's pretty stylish. She's not a weird looking dorky dad. Most of the time. I mean, you are a dorky person, but like, sty- like style-wise, you are not. Like, I like your outfits. You wear Vans. You wear your cool collared shirts and your skinny jeans. I personally love the skinny jeans and your shorter shorts. Well, that's I think just the also, style. I think it also helps that I can actually pull them off. Yeah, I have, of course. I have, I'm skinny. You have, a, you have a slim body type. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's just some people. I can rock that stuff. And I'm, you know, and, and I'm not very athletic, so I don't wear athletic clothing. Um, yeah. I'm not a huge fan. I, I only wear basketball shorts around the house. Yes. Uh, joggers sweatpants i don't even own sweatpants but like pajama pants like i only wear that stuff around the house i personally they're comfortable but they're too comfortable i don't want to wear them outside of the house yeah i don't want to go to the grocery store in basketball shorts i don't want to go to um the mall or or, you know out and about to lunch or something in basketball shorts that's just not my style i feel like i'm in my pajamas yeah so i don't want to go out that's all about the person yeah like there's people who only want to wear athletic there's people only want to wear comfy which that like bryce was like that for a while only wore basketball shorts only wore nikes he was wearing jeans uh at at monster jam we went to dinner and he complained the entire time and let me Mm. tell you something (laughs) i love your brother and we have a good time we had some good laughs but that kid complains about everything he does he was complaining about how hot it was and how humid it was and how he bored he was and how this backpack's on his shoulders and then it was his then it was uh his shoes because he wanted to wear his vans not his nikes i'm like well we're gonna walk the track and we get dirty you don't want those and like i'm like (laughs) bro at one point i looked at him i said do you realize that we are here because of what i'm doing right now like we're here because of what i do for a living like so this is me working suck it up buttercup (laughs) i was like next year i'm leaving you home right like i'll take your sister because your sister she might complain a little bit, but she definitely complains as much as you. He complains a lot, and I, your mom reminds me all the time. He's only twelve, yeah. well, only eleven at the time, but you know now he's twelve. But like he's still twelve. Like he's not quite there yet, and I think he just his brain fires sometimes before he thinks, right? Yes, like, for he, sure. So <laughs> he just says stuff, and we're just like, what? Yeah, what? exactly. So you're just kind of like, uh, 
But yeah, yeah no, I, I and I, I've told Sierra this a couple times. I owe her a trip. I owe you a trip. <clears throat> Don't know yet where we're gonna go. Uh, I'm going beach, to Orlando. Beach, beach. Well, I'm going to Orlando in July for Guardian Con, um, and uh, I would love to take the whole family because I'd love to go to Disney. But at the very least, I think I'm going to take you. As long oh, as there's nothing, yeah. nothing going on that weekend. Um, obviously, oh. not, you don't have a volleyball season, so it shouldn't be shouldn't be a problem. But we'll see. I do need to buy my tickets though because um, they've gone up, and I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks. Most likely not convince your mom to go, but yeah. that's another day, another podcast. Um, thank you so much for being on here with me. Yep, I appreciate you, and I know you just like you like talking about volleyball, so it's yeah, that's an I easy like talking sell. in general. Like when talking? when I want to talk, well, that's something we want to talk about. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know why? Because you. Because you're my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> She's like me. I had this conversation again this week. Is Bryce is like Sierra or uh, like, like Tiffany, like definitely more shy, less. She, he, he's, he's an introvert and Sierra is definitely the extrovert. She's like me. Hence why she has a YouTube channel and Bryce doesn't. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, as always, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Uh, you can subscribe to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts for free. Apple, iTunes, Android, Google, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You have an app on your phone right now. I guarantee it. Just do a quick search on your phone for podcast. You'll find the app. Um, or like I said, if you have Spotify or any, a lot of, um, a lot of uh, music apps, whatever you, you, you listen to music in, you can get listen to podcasts in there. Just do a search for Riffing with Clintus, or you can download the Anchor app, anchor.fm slash Clintus, and uh, subscribe there. Get notified each and every week when a new episode goes live. Um, and if you'd like to support the podcast, if you head on over to anchor.fm slash Clintus, there's a, uh, a support button. You can click that and uh, choose a monthly uh, amount to support the podcast, help me do what I do. Uh, I am a full-time content creator, so all the various content that I create uh, all together combine to uh, you know run my business and pay my bills. And so I appreciate you guys. I appreciate every moment of attention that you give me, whether it's on YouTube, Twitch, here on the podcast, Twit, uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatnot. It all adds up and it all means the world to me. So thank you very much. Uh, this is episode 21 of Riffing with Clintus. I will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.